Pamptastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, here I am with uh, a video. You might say, why? Why would I be doing that? Well, tonight's theme is I Heart Westworld and uh, other TV. And I do heart Westworld. That's absolutely true. I think it's the smartest show that's ever come on TV ever. And it makes me like change my life every day and think about like philosophically what's happening with me and who real people are and who they aren't, blah, blah, blah. But what I really love is Survivor. (laughs) Because that, that is a real show that constantly happens. And it's real and it changes and none of it's real. And it's great. It's philosophical and crazy. And can I beat them? So, hi, Survivor. This is a video for you guys. You want to know what I do? Uh, this is what I do. Hey, look, it's... No, it's still me. <laughs> there's, a, there's an audience. Say, say, yay, Pam. Say, 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 put Pam on Survivor. Okay, okay, that's, that's good enough. And then I'll do this so that we can watch the rest of my set that I talk about. Why would I want to be on Survivor? Why would I want to do that? It's because I used to be a summer camp counselor when I was little, and I just want to go back to summer camp, except I want to play really competitive games against a bunch of people I hate and pretend to like them. <laughs> It'll be like acting. <laughs> It'll be fun. Uh, the real, it's not the real reason I want to be on Survivor, but this is, like the, the, this is like the narcissistic moment that I cry about sometimes when I'm on the bus and I get so excited thinking about being on Survivor. I just imagine myself sitting in front of some like nice palm tree or some you know amazing scenic background and like you know there's a snake going by and I hear birds in the trees and they're asking me questions about how much I hate everybody around me and on the bottom of the screen it says Pam stand-up comedian and that's when I start to cry I'm like ha that could happen ha that could be me and they'd have to keep changing it right I've seen it they change it when people have multiple jobs because they really don't do anything because they're an artist right they change it all the time it'll say like Pam mutiny radio finally the fairy agent will swoop down when it says Pam children's storybook author <laughs> something will finally happen I'll get published Yay! I'll make money now I really want to do beyond survivor I really do I speak Yoda uh, because I used to I used to be in shape you guys I when I was younger I was a ballerina and I used to run cross-country and I used to be in great shape and I could do lots of push-ups I could lift heavy things I'm still kind of flexible uh, but I just want to do those like I keep seeing the, the weird like uh, challenges. And when they have to do with balance, I'll actually do it while they're on the TV. I'll be like, oh yeah, 60 minutes on one leg with a hand in the air, like holding a what, microphone. I can do this. I can do this for 60 minutes. Oh, how long do we have to do this for? Oh, I got it. Oh, and at the end they make you go up on one toe? Oh, oh. Oh, and we're on the ocean? I got it. I'm fine. Ah! No, I'll, I'll save it. It'll be okay. Uh, I do, I do. I want to be a survivor. Uh, the only thing I would really, well, I'd miss, obviously, my boyfriend. Uh, I tried to get him to apply with me, but he's like, I don't want to be on TV. And that's kind of one of the precepts for survivors. You kind of have to want to be on TV because they're constantly like, okay, cameras in your face. They're like, perform, perform, perform. You're like, but I'm so hungry. But like, you know, I, I had an eating disorder for 13 years, so I can act happy. I mean, I went through high school with an eating disorder. I know how to act like I'm having a great time when I hate everybody and I feel miserable and I want to kill myself. 
I know exactly how that goes. Except it'll be different on Survivor because the, the Survivor, they want to kill me. <laughs> kind of. They love it when the foom, 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 the chopper comes down. They're like, oh, look, her lips turn blue. She had a panic attack. Oh. Like, of course you had a panic attack. There's cameras everywhere and you wonder what everyone thinks about you constantly. Do I look fat in this bikini? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. I would, I would actually be one of those people that just be like, I'm naked now. I don't, except for the bug bites. But uh, no, I would be, I want to be on Survivor. So I'm gonna use this thing. How long has this set been? How long can you actually talk about Survivor? That's it. You can you get four minutes about Survivor. That's all you can do. Uh, well, let me let me talk about how much I love Westworld. Uh, no, <laughs> don't do that. No, I want to, no. <laughs> sorry, I love Dolores. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love I love Dolores. When I first saw this show at the beginning, I was like, what? But now this is a real thing. Now I sometimes I think I'm the smartest person alive, and sometimes sometimes TV helps me realize that that's the truth. On the ninth episode, I knew I knew that what did I know that Bernard? No, no, I knew something. I knew I knew that William was the man in black. I knew it. And in episode nine, I said I bet that because of the old because of the old storyline because of the whole thing with they were all in the weird like civil war thing. But that happened years before. So and they still Dolores was still there and of course she was still there. But I figured it out. I was like they don't have any like civil war things happening now. And so my smart person brain went, Oh, you understand story? The man in black is William. Ah! And I told Jonathan, and he's like, that's a dumb theory. That can't be true. That, no way. No, no, no way. And I'm like, did you forget? I'm the smartest person alive. Let's talk another th- about another theory that's important to me that I just made up that makes me feel like I'm so smart. The T-Rex's bones were put to- back together wrong. No, this is absolutely true. Everything you believe is wrong because everyone believes that the T-Rex had big beefy legs and tiny faggy arms. Why? And a huge head, but he's he's hunched over like this and he can and with his slow twitch muscles he can only run 20 miles an hour. This is weird. But if you take oh and he has an articulated spine all the way to his tail except there's this weird like hip bone on the back of him. Why? Why a hip bone? Why would he stand on two legs? Because of the hubris of man. Because it's something's big and amazing and it ruled the whole cosmos for whatever time. Of course it stood on two legs cuz we stand on two legs. But nay. If you take that hip bone and you flip it around, it becomes a breastbone. Now, next time you look at T-Rex bones, notice that the breast, the rib bones come down and there's no breastbone. There's nothing there. It was just like all of his guts were just held together by these tiny little, tiny little, like little bird, these tiny little bird bone things in the front, what they call rib cage, tiny, tiny, but there's nothing holding them together. Now, I've deboned, so I've deboned 150 birds in my life and every single bird has a breastbone. So if you take the hip and make it a breastbone, then his Big beefy legs become big beefy wings. Ah, ah! Huge, he's a dragon, you dumb fucks. Why would we have all this dragon mythology with no dragons? Why would we have that? Why would that exist? Do you see my changing minds? If you look at that T-Rex as he stands, he has no breastbone and he just has these ribs that come out. The, tra- the one, What's the thing with the weird like pointy things and then a huge thing on his tail with all the stegosaurus? That would rip the shit out of a T-Rex because he'd just walk underneath him and he'd eviscerate the motherfucker. I say nay. I say he was a flying. He came from the skies. He swooped down. He took out his prey. Arr, ate him. And the big beefy wings could also be like extra arms. He could just because they are claws on the end, right? And if you take those little faggy arms and you move them back to his hips where they should be, he has tiny little bird legs. Look at any bird you've ever seen. Don't they have big le- big bodies and tiny legs? Look at a seagull. 
Big body, tiny legs. Look at a robin. Huge breast, tiny legs. Look at any bird that ever existed. Awesome. How, and uh, any, yes, all just, but they're long legs, but they're tiny. They're so skinny, they're so skinny. How am I the only person that's come up with this theory? I know, right? It's like I'm the smartest person alive, but it makes me crazy because I'm like, everyone thinks I'm crazy, but I'm like, no, I'm putting things together. Like, why does everyone believe everything that they hear? But the T-Rex arms couldn't support the weight. Of course they could because his legs have those crunchy things on the end like a dragon. Look at a dragon. He's got, or a bird, or a bird. Anyways, I've got theories. <laughs> I need a good fifth grader to chest these out with. Thank you, my theories. Uh, I, do need, I do need a fifth grader because I want to start a bunch of uh, science fair projects. Important things like when you throw up in the morning, how long does it take your barf to get to light? Okay, well, it's more like when you're hungover and you drink a bunch of sparkle water in the morning that's cold and then you immediately barf it up. What I'm saying is let's barf into a container and then check the temperature to see how much the temperature changes between the refrigerator, your stomach, and the time that it takes to barf it out, right? These are good fifth grade science fair projects. As long as they're not your child, because you're like, look, I'm an alcoholic and I'm waking up and I'd like to know how much, how many calories I'm burning by warming up this water before I barf it out. That's like the old bulimic in me going like, did I burn calories by drinking this water? That would be awesome. I'm kidding. All right, let's get this. Let's get this, let's get this started. Uh, someone, whoever wants to edit my video, just let me know. I've got, I've got the raw things and the stuff. Thanks, Jonathan, for taping me. Bye, Survivor. Look, look at my ass. See how it's going to be smaller someday when I'm on Survivor? It'll be so great. I'll, I'll watch my butt shelf happen on live TV <laughs> 10 weeks after I've signed that confidentiality report, you know, or whatever. They'll, they'll never, they'll, you know, the problem with survivors, they probably drug test. <laughs> so they're, they're going to be like, uh, weed's legal in California. <laughs> oh. But if, even if you go to like, if you go to Papua New Guinea, isn't it legal there? Can I find it in the jungle? Like, wouldn't that be weird? I'm like, don't follow me cameras. I'm looking for the immunity idol. <laughs> and really I'm like finding weed, like rampant in the jungles. <laughs> I found it. Get away from me. It's a peace pipe with the locals. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna, I don't know if I could survive without reading. Only, only indoor when you make friends with the cameramen, because you know they're all smoking in the tent that 15 feet away from you starving in the wilderness. Uh, all right, don't put that in the tape. Uh, hey, you're here, we should sing the song. Yay, sing the song. Yay. All right, um, here we go. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, by the way, by the way, since like no one's here, we can all smoke pot inside. And beauty, I am like comedy clubhouse. You want to come and tell me clubhouse? Yay! Um, also, we got to get the people in the show the treats. They're so good. They're these pot caramels I made this morning from scratch. And then I dipped them in chocolate and they're really mushy on the inside. But the chocolate keeps it all together. They're really, really good. <laughs> I'm quite proud of them. Uh, your first comedian. You should be proud of him because he's been doing comedy for just about a year now. Yay! No? More? Two years. See, I'm such a dick. He's been doing comedy for two years now. Uh, he's super funny and 
I believe that he hangs out alone in his house and watches TV, so it should be really interesting to see what things he has to say. Hopefully, he loves Westworld as much as I do. Put your hands together, everyone, for Stefan Massey! Yay! Of course I love Westworld. One of the best fucking shows of last year. Jesus. Um, but I do have to start the proceedings on a little bit of a down note, I'm afraid, guys. I have recently fallen on somewhat hard times, and so... I had to sell the first minute of my set to a paid advertiser. Um, let me just let me just get out of here while while he comes up here. All right, come on, Werner. Uh, good evening, Mutiny Radio. A happy New Year to you. I am here to promote my projects for the future. It is important to maintain a brand, or so I have been told by many comedians. I have a new documentary out on Netflix, but rest assured, you will not be chilling when you watch this. It is titled Into the Inferno. It is about volcanoes and how they will all someday kill us and how we deserve it. My other project currently in post is about serial killers in America. This, I hope, will illustrate how we deserve to be killed by volcanoes. Okay, get out of here, you asshole. Come on, you fucker. Ugh. Bastard. Oh, man, I, I know the theme is TV tonight, but uh, I did recently watch uh, his new documentary. It's actually pretty good. Um, it's, like, it's gorgeous. It's all these volcanoes all around the world. It's like a history of volcanoes. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting stuff, but, of course, Werner being Werner, it's also crazy as shit. Um, like, uh, for instance, the uh, final shot, of, oh, no, no, actually, the first thing he says that's balls to the wall insane is someone's telling him, like, about all these precautions he takes uh, when he's, uh, you know, filming around a volcano and how he has no desire to actually go into one, and this makes him say the words, I am the sanest film, uh, man in filmmaking at the present. Uh, no. Uh, and then the one of the last shots of the movie is like a shot of the inside of an active volcano, and he's doing narration over it. And he's and I, this is mostly verbatim. He says, uh, "This roiling mass of fire will one day explode, and it could not care less about us on the surface. This roiling mass of flame is massively indifferent." To scurrying roaches, retarded reptiles, and vapid humans. He says he says that. He fucking says that. Um, and Werner, for God's sake, nature is not some nihilistic pot-smoking teenager up in her room being like, man, fuck humans. I'm gonna puke lava on those guys one day. I don't think she is. I, I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> but tonight's about TV. Um, and Wes and uh, I. Uh, had a very interesting experience, uh, Westworld related recently. Um, I so you know, like all of us, I uh, jot down notes in my little notes app on my phone. And one thing that happens now and again is I'll either you know get stoned or I'll be about to go to bed or about to go to sleep. Usually the first one, um, and I'll write something down in my notebook. And it's generally not usable because those are not times when you have good ideas. Uh, but I did find one thing in there recently, and it was almost a challenge to myself. Like, I had to, like, sleuth this, what the hell my brain could have been thinking out when I wrote down Kanye Westworld. <laughs> and and what I've, what the conclusion that I've come to is twofold. Either it's like his own Neverland, like in his backyard he's got an amusement park with a bunch of rides and shit. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing he doesn't bring kids there, probably, I hope. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. Um, or it's like, 
a Westworld, but every robot looks just like Kanye West in every shape inside. You've got old Kanye's, young Kanye's, big Kanye's, little Kanye's, white Kanye's, Asian Kanye's that you can fucking kill to your heart's content. And then, of course, one of the Kanye's uh, becomes self-aware and realizes what a huge egotistic douche he is and, you know, tries to make his real counterpart self calm down a little bit or maybe he takes over his life and, and we all wonder what, why the, he had that weird crazy patch for a little while. I don't know. Um, I'm just I'm just spitballing, you know, storylines for season two, I guess. If anyone from HBO ever listens to this, uh, and if you do, call Werner because he needs a place for that miniseries. Uh, <laughs> um, another one of my favorite I, favorite shows is uh, The Venture Brothers. Anybody watch that? Yeah, I fucking love that show. It's so good. Um, one of my favorite characters on the show is this guy uh, Brock Sampson. He's a he's a hulking Adonis of a man, equal parts the Punisher and James Bond. And um, I actually had the chance to uh, see the guy who voices him uh, with a bunch of the creators and the, uh, one, uh, some of the people from the show at a Comic-Con uh, in 2010. It was a fantastic panel. And I found out that he actually drives the same car as his character on the show, which is just like so fucking perfect. This guy, Patrick Warburton, he's going to be um, on that Lemony Snicket show that Netflix is doing. He's going to be playing Lemony Snicket, uh, which I'm pretty hyped for. Um, this is just like my TV picks for the year. Yes, yes, yes he was. He's got that super deep, uh, you know, he's got the really. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was for the, the one that got canceled. Um, the one they're bringing back, they got this British guy playing him for some reason. Eh, uh, the guy who played uh, Rorschach is in it, so I think it'll be pretty good. It's on Amazon. They make pretty good shows. Yeah, these are just my TV recommendations for the year, guys. That's, that's, that's all this set is an excuse for. And also to plug my podcast where I talk about all the shit that I watch and read. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so... I, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about how he got on the show, how he used to know the guy who created Jackson Public and just how they, like, had this working relationship and he's, like, and he's, like, talking about, you know, the process, his thought process that led to him taking the role and he's, like, I thought to myself, what do I know about Jackson? I know that he has pierced nipples. I know that should men need to lactate, piercings can interfere with the milking process. That didn't play into my decision making. <laughs> Another one of my favorite characters from the Venture Brothers is uh, Dr. Girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> that's, her, that's her super villain name, obviously. Uh, although she does have an actual doctorate in the show. This is something they go into. Uh, but she never talks about if she ever actually practiced medicine. Uh, but part of that is, I'm sure, due to the fact that she has a three-pack-a-day voice, like even deeper than the one I was just doing. Uh, and I'm guessing that if she ever, you know, was with a patient and she had to say something like, Sir, you have stage four cancer. It's metastasized to your lungs and liver. You have about four weeks to live. That she probably just would have been, you know, laughed out of the room. So, uh, <laughs> I, um, how, how did you think I was going to segue into this brain? There's the, okay, there's no, sorry, there's, oh, uh, yeah, I really love cartoons. Um, one that I started watching recently was uh, Star Wars Rebels. Anybody watch that? No, Poji's not here. He's the only one that would really get excited about that, I guess. Um, and I actually started watching it. I just, like, apropos of nothing, I just was, like, reading some shit about Rogue One or something online, and I uh, got excited about it. So I was like, I need, like, a fucking injection of Star Wars in my life to, you know, be the methadone until this movie comes out. And so I went and I uh, torrented the entirety of Star Wars Rebels while I was uh, in Sweden. And that's when I learned that Swedish internet. Okay, actually, before I before I tell you guys this, who here has ever torrented something? It's okay if it's okay. Free speech, free speech, guys. They can't prosecute. Okay, what's the what's the fastest uh, that it ever downloaded for you? Like, if you can remember, like, what's the the speed? The speed of the download. Yeah. Well, like, I actually just 
put a spider with a lot of ants. That was my torture. No, no, torrent. 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 Oh. <laughs> he thought I. He thought I said. He thought I said torture, guys, and and he. He was telling me about how he how he killed. Seriously, later. He's coming up later, guys. Come on, come on. It's my turn. Clay, Clay. How when? How do you remember how fast it downloaded? Uh, a couple hours. Uh, like, but the speed, the like download speed. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'll just tell you guys that this was a 10 gigabyte torrent, and it went at 10 megabytes a second, and that's like low for Sweden. Their internet is insane, and this was like the tip of the iceberg as far as how much better Swedish people have it than we do. I hate to be one of those people that goes to Europe and like come back like America is shit. Europe, Europe knows what they're doing, but sometimes it's true. Uh, and because like everywhere I went, there was housing, like in every conceivable part of the country, and there was construction happening in in most areas too, like rural, uh, you know, wooded, uh, just like city. Fucking these, the, they're horny for these stylish, affordable housing projects. For God's sake, you know, like you think the Swedish government is done taking care of its citizenry and making sure that they have a bevy of options from every possible neighborhood they could want. You thought that? You thought wrong, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I uh anyone watch uh, Shameless? Yay! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 I like the the American version I'm talking about. Um yeah, it's, it's a pretty good show. Um my one of my favorite characters is this dude uh, Ian uh Gallagher uh and but and it's cuz he's he's gay, but he's not like, you know, the modern family or whatever. All these shows that have like one gay character and the only thing about them is that they're gay. They're these like super flamboyant theater majors with a lisp. It's it's terrible. It's such a stereotype and I really Hope that we, you know, in the coming years we get away from that. But, you know, I feel like every TV writer just, you know, they put in a gay character and they think that when they were in high school they tried out for the queer leaders. Their favorite movie is Queer in Present Danger. Their favorite book is Queer and Loathing in Las Vegas. Their favorite serial is Honey Nut Queerios. And they, their favorite soap opera is The Remains of the Gay. Uh, all right, I'll leave you guys with my favorite TV memory ever. Uh, it was when I was watching the VMAs in like 2003. They were putting up the, uh, they were about to do the award for a video of the year, and uh, it was the year that Johnny Cash was nominated for Hurt, and Snoop Dogg and someone else were the presenters. I don't remember who was the other guy was because he was standing next to Snoop Dogg. Uh, and, th and so Snoop Dogg says, I will never forget this, man, I hope Johnny Cash wins. That's my nephew. And anytime I'm feeling down, I just think about how Johnny Cash called, or Snoop called Johnny Cash's nephew. I'm Stefan Massey. Stefan Massey watches more TV than I thought he did. Yay! I only watch, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really, I feel like Netflix is changing all of our lives. It's curating all of our subconsciouses now. I'm like, we're all... Netflix is telling us what to see, what to think. I watch that minimalism thing. I'm like, oh, I'm on the right track. <laughs> That's just because I'm poor, not for, by choice. <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, look at them, they're gaining all this wealth by choice. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking douche. I did, I tried to watch the last 30 minutes and I couldn't because they were so fucking pretentious that I just had to turn it off. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, uh, it wasn't, a sh it was um, Netflix, which I consider TV. It's all on the TV and none of it's TV because there's no commercials, so it's all... Yeah, it's a documentary about making your life smaller, like wanting less. It's great. It's fine. I've, I've already done it, but watching these two guys write a book about it and go on a world tour and talk about it made me want to punch him in the fucking face. Uh, your next comedian, I never... I don't know if you've seen it, but seriously, the last 30 minutes are unwatchable because they... 
they're so pretentious. But all the people they interview are all pretty good. But these two 30-year-old douchewads, I'm like, fuck you guys. Uh, all right, you're going to love your next comedian. She is a lovely human being, and I don't know how much TV you watch. I've never even... I don't know. You wanted to be on this show, though. So she's got something to say. I bet it's, I hope it's not The Bachelor. I'm going to be really sad if you're like, I'm secretly in love with The Bachelor, and I'm going to film myself to get on that show now. <laughs> that would really disappoint me. Uh, but you've never disappointed me in the past, everybody. Allison Hooker! Yeah! Jesus, Pam, you've got me pegged to someone who would watch The Bachelor. Honestly, I'm like really like out of the loop and uh, it was like a year and a half ago I went on a work trip and so I was in a hotel room and I was actually flipping through TV because you were saying this before, TV to me is my laptop in my bed. You know what I mean? Like I don't actually own a TV. Who's owned a TV? I haven't owned a TV in my adult life. You have. Okay, nice. Congratulations. You're old school. I like that about you. (laughs) But I've never owned a TV because... You know, I wasn't, like, I didn't watch much TV growing up, then never had one. So I watched all my TV on a laptop. So I was finally, like, in this hotel room watching The Bachelor. It was, like, season 28. And I was like, what the fuck is this show? This thing is fucked up. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. So, no, I would never be on The Bachelor. I was disgusted by it. But thank you for thinking of me. Uh... So Westworld, I like Westworld a lot. I think I like Westworld because it's so feasible. You know, like that we totally would have that park. (laughs) That's absolutely a park that we want. Like men just want to rape and pillage. I mean, pillage is something I've never understood the word to. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what that means, actually. Sometimes they're like, baby, pillage me. (laughs) 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 I actually have no idea what it means. But but yeah, men have this desire to do all that. And because we have this society where people are always like, oh my God, we live in such a high stress society. I'm like, do we? Is it a high stress society? You know? Like, you're not, like, outrunning something that's trying to eat you, (laughs) you know? You're not going to starve if you can't catch your food. Like, what is it? Like, a deadline on your spreadsheet? (laughs) You have to bring a bunk cake to the the holiday party? Like, what is it that's so high stress? I'm not sure. But, yeah, people think we have this high stress society, but they're craving, like, that real, you know, get back to the the roots. I like to imagine, like, the modern-day hunter-gatherer. A modern day hunter-gatherer. He's just got like his whole gun collection, his big truck and his dogs. He goes out and he shoots a bunch of animals in the face, puts their like heads on his wall. So I was like, yeah, talking about all his different guns. And then, you know, in the fall, he grabs his hand-woven basket and he berry picks <laughs> up the coast. <laughs> just modern day hunter-gatherer. I actually didn't watch much TV growing up because I wasn't allowed to. So I wasn't, my parents didn't allow me to watch much TV. Like, we watched, like, one show for a half an hour once a week. And I, we didn't have any sugar in the house. <laughs> so, no, I'm serious. So all my friends were, like, people who had connections. It, it, it was just, like, you were allowed to watch whatever you want. Your mom goes to Costco, like, whatever, you know, like, Coca-Cola. I didn't care. So I didn't know, like, real friendship until I got older and had resources. <laughs> to get things like TV and sugar. But um, I grew up in Half Moon Bay. You guys know where that is? Mm-hmm. Pam knows where that is. Half Moon Bay is like 30 minutes south of here on the coast, just this little quaint town. Super small, well-known for its pumpkin festival, <laughs> yearly pumpkin festival. So as you get, yeah, no, we have a pumpkin festival. I really do, like the largest pumpkin you grow, you win. You know, you, 
It's a farming town. So you guys can imagine there's a lot of white-on-white crime that goes down in Half Moon Bay. <laughs> you know, just biking through stop signs, HOA violations, <laughs> like breaking into your friend's mom's vacation home in Tahoe to feed her cat. A lot of white-on-white crime that goes down in Half Moon Bay. Like, the town is so small, like, you could never make, like, yo mama jokes, you know? You'd be like, yo mama, so fat, we're, like, a little bit worried about her, because, like, her mom has a pretty small frame, like, you know? <laughs> like, yo mama's Miss Johnson, she's a real estate agent, does all my dad's investment properties. <laughs> Just like, yo mama, is my mama fuck? This is a really small town. This Half Moon Bay is tiny. So, but even though it's such, like, a small, rich town, I still grew up with people who, like, locally repped the place. Like, there was a guy who grew up in Hafun Bay in a gated community on a golf course next to the Ritz-Carlton. He actually tattooed the area code on his neck. <laughs> tattooed Hafun Bay's area code, and then the area code changed. <laughs> he was just like, fuck. So then he put, like, the new area code, but with, like, arrows, like, showing how local he was. And he was like, fuck that, dude, my great-grandfather was here. So he put, like, his great-grandfather's whole phone number just before <laughs> there was even an area code. Just, Arrows every like a whole directory, you know, on his neck, showing how local he was. It's just like a quarter page ad for a dentist on the other side. <laughs> it was intense. Ha- repping Half Moon Bay, like our our rivals would be like Mill Valley, like fuck you, Mill Valley. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Our main street's longer. We got like three craft stores. What? Yeah. So like, if you guys are from Mill Valley, fuck you. By the way, <laughs> those of you who just came in, just like what? Uh, we had a lot of um, like fuck Mill Valley written on bathroom stalls growing up in high school, <laughs> along with the dicks. There's always dicks. <laughs> guys, I gotta ask, like, what is that? I've asked before, and I always get like this blank look. But guys are looking for an answer. Like, why is it you want to draw your penis everywhere when you're young? We're obsessed with our own dicks. You're obsessed with your own dicks. Yeah. It's easy. Okay, they're fun. They're fun. They're easy. Everyone's got an answer. You know it, you know it, okay. <laughs> okay, nice, it's like a curse word, right. It's like, Ugh, I know this so well, it's warm and comforting, but yet a curse word. Maybe that's what it is. But I like to imagine like if girls did this, you know, just drawed our vaginas on bathroom stalls. I mean, we need a lot more tools to like make it recognizable, right? <laughs> just sh- shading you, yeah, pencils for shading, like a compass, fuck it, an art degree. <laughs> <It's called laughs> to make it recognizable, otherwise someone would be like, what is that? Like, a, is that a pothole? Or <laughs> a ladybug, you know? It'd be hard to identify. <laughs> but yeah, men, men love drawing their own penis. And this is, you know, in this digital era where nothing anymore is done with a pen. Now guys send us the dick pic. Ladies, do you, have you gotten an unsolicited dick pic? Yes. Yes. How was it for you? It was nice. Okay, cool, you took it as a compliment. You liked it. Nice. It was a nice unsolicited dick pic. Oh man, I've never gotten a nice unsolicited dick pic. All of mine are just like, oh no. <laughs> Whether I, was, I wasn't ready for that. And then of course I zoom in, like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hair follicles aren't good. Um, the cameras are a little too, too good these days. But yeah, I'm, I'm really tired of unsolicited dick pics. And lately, sadly, like most of them are coming from CNN. Right? It's like every time Trump makes a new cabinet, like appointment to his cabinet, I'm just like, oh, what a dick. You know, just dick sessions, dick ban, like dick in the ass of America's future. 
Man. And Trump doesn't just like like the top 1%. He likes the very, very tip, tip, top, like the tip of the dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little bit. Uh, but um, since the election, I've been like really kind of upset. And white men, I mean, not all of you. <laughs> Some of you, I assume, are good people. Uh, but white men have been acting like I just need to calm down about the election, you know? This one guy at work was like, hey, things won't change much. I was like, dude, for you. <laughs> like, when have things changed much for white men? <laughs> like, they, I mean, okay, in the last hundred years, I guess they can't own people anymore. <laughs> like, women, we moved into the workforce. Now we split the check on the first date. <laughs> and we split it 50-50. Like, not even 70-30. <laughs> like, I've tried that. Could we? No. But I like to imagine like if white men were in anyone else's position right now, how they'd be feeling, because I feel like they'd be freaking the fuck out. Like if the president-elect were a woman, and she had been like, with this kind of power, we can grab them by the penis and smack them in the nuts with a ruler. <laughs> like they'd be, I mean, maybe actually, to be honest, maybe you guys would like it. Maybe that would, <laughs> you guys might enjoy that shit. But, but if you didn't enjoy it and you were freaking out, I'd love to be like, hey, 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 she hasn't even done anything yet. No? <laughs> Just give her a chance. <laughs> She doesn't mean anything by that. That's prenatal yoga talk. <laughs> you know? Or if the president-elect were like a conservative Muslim who believed in like combining mosque and state, and all of his appointments were just like openly racist bigots. You know? <laughs> I'd love to be like, hey, they're not racist. They're not radical just because they're saying racist, radical things. They're alt-east. <laughs> soften the blow a little bit, right? I actually, I work, cool, I work downtown and I have this view of the street that, that actually has like protests on it a lot. So there was this protest going on a while back that said, and this guy had a sign that said, Black Lives Matter. And then a couple days later, people were protesting the North Dakota Access Pipeline and someone had a sign that said, water is important. And I was like, God damn, we are really breaking it down for people, aren't we? <laughs> just, geez, I, I was like, maybe I should make my own thing. Just like, birds have beaks. Like, how fucking simple have our messages gotten, you know? He's like, okay, so we have Black Lives Matter and water is important. These are protests. And then some asshole on the other side of the street just has his sign like, all elements are important. <laughs> Someone just like, fire is important. Someone else, air is important. So, Fuck it, I'm going to change my sign, you know. All animals have beaks. <laughs> what, are, what are we even talking about anymore? I don't even know. I'm a little bit worried, you guys, though. I didn't mean to get so political, but I'm a little bit worried about our country because I imagine, like, what if there were an American refugee crisis? <laughs> like, nobody would take us in. <laughs> oh my God, the rest of the world would be like, do you guys remember, like, what assholes you've been? <laughs> so I'd be like, okay, fine. Can you find our country on this map? Americans would be like, no. Like, it's Mexico. You can't find it on a world map. We'd be like, no. Can, can you just help us, like, get over this wall? <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's been amazing. Allison Hooker, everyone, breaking it down. I was really excited about your vagina picture chalk because the first vagina I ever saw was pictorially represented on the window of a BART train. And I think I was like seven years old going into the city with my dad and I saw it and I was like, what is that? 
And he's like, you know how to read. It obviously has an arrow. And a sign, it said cunt. <laughs> and I was like, my dad didn't say it, but he's like, you know how to read. <laughs> but it was basically, it just, you know, it was just such a mature. It was, no, it was drawn. This is, I'm old, I'm 42. We're talking like 1980, 1881. I said, it was, it was basically, it's four parentheses. It's very easy to draw a vagina. It's four parentheses and two, and a, it's, you could actually do it digitally now because it's parentheses, parentheses, like, colon or maybe even semicolon and then parentheses parentheses that's a vagina but it just I'm just saying if you had to digitally represent it. but I remember seeing it and be like what is that you can read <laughs> it's the first time I saw the word cunt I was excited about it I'm, I'm taking control of it uh, I believe your next comedian takes control of the cunt all the time because he runs true hustle and he deals with all the cunt comedians dudes <laughs> that are what I'm telling you is there's, you know, the comedian comedy here in San Francisco is about 70% dudes, and I'm going to say about 60% cunts. All right. <laughs> Put your hands together for your next comedian, Anthony Medina. Thank you so much, Pam. And those stats are actually true. Uh, <laughs> and 60% of the cunts are still males. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god damn, I'm gonna stab you with the butter knife, motherfucker. And you will not be here in a year. <laughs> Cause uh, you're gonna realize this stand-up shit is very tough. Uh, but hey y'all, uh, so they, I fucking got my HBO Go On Demand cut off. But not before I watched Westworld. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just Bob, y'all. I was like, oh, if anything, I just like, I like the idea. People don't understand it, it's talking about consciousness. You know, like, we're all looking at our own forms and stuff. Like, this is how we are. Why do you think I'm a fucking dress in a poncho right now? Because uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this form. Uh, <laughs> it's all about, like, boo. But it, one of the crazy episodes that I always, like, came to mind uh, when Bernard uh, was, like, saying, like, sometimes, like, when he was, like, fixing the robots, like, sometimes I understand uh, these robots better than these humans. And I was like, me too, Bernard. Me too. And then the next episode, Bernard was a robot. I was like, oh, shit! No wonder I love Terminator 2. <laughs> God damn, T-1000 and stuff. Like, God damn. And then, I will say this. If there's robots out there, I know the two industries that they would implement them. Oh, thank you so much. Which, by the way, I'm now going to create my own dream right now. Because, in fact, we're... And by the way, I, I'll pass right now or stuff. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to feel this moment. <laughs> you see, I looked into the light when it happened. <laughs> I was like, God damn, I'm still here. <laughs> One day, consciousness, y'all. Uh, great movies about uh, consciousness, Wally -E and uh, Chappie. <laughs> so, yeah, go with those E's, y'all. <laughs> but if anything, oh, like with Bernard, and he like fucking killed, like, like uh, what was her name? Wasn't... Well, the, uh, oh, no, she, no, no, Bernard didn't oh, kill Dolores. No, no. Oh, Clementine. Oh. Clementine, yeah, yeah. You know what? She was probably overpaid anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, oh, who was Clementine? Oh, Clementine's uh, the prostitute. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love her in other movies, by the way. But hey, back to where I believe the two, like, if we had robots going in our this current society at this current moment, it would be... Uh, the P and P industries, y'all. Porn and politics, y'all. 
Oh, yeah. Because, like, porn, like, uh, you ever hear these theories about, like, uh, we're now at, uh, like, an age when it comes to sex that people have unrealistic uh, fucking uh, ideals of how sex should be? Uh, the only thing that would actually push those limits to be, like, all anywhere is a fucking jaw that just drops down you just whoop like a roller coaster going through a tunnel uh, <laughs> you know and in politics check us like like check it out like Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California and they said this shit was going to be like horrible and stuff like that but like his best line was I'll be back as your governor <laughs> so I was like that'd be perfect like if you're going to introduce robots put them in porn and politics that's all I'm saying y'all so and now I share. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa. Yeah, but that was a great fucking. And I'm glad Anthony Hopkins got shot in the head because I was getting annoyed of his ass. Because <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. Because I was still thinking like, hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. <laughs> like motherfucker, you a sick pervert. I know you are. Yeah, that's all. You. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. And so I got I got some new politics shit too. Uh, and by understanding how human society likes to work, they love knock-knock jokes. Uh, so here's the one. Yeah, goddamn right. Here we go. Knock-knock. Who's there? All right, hold on one second. Hold on. Reboot. Knock-knock. Oranges. Orange is the new black president. All right. Because uh, it's all... It's just a new model. That's all it is. All right, y'all? Uh, I know there's a lot of people who say that's not true and stuff. And why is this Latino supporting robots? Because uh, <laughs> I'm a human being. Uh, yeah. Los yeah, maquinas. You know what? Fuck it, man. You know, like, and it's always crazy. Like, uh, the thing I, I love the Terminator series. Like, I got to, like, uh, the Terminator 1, that was fucking awesome. That really started fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger being whatever the fuck he is. And, uh, <laughs> and then Terminator 2. That shit, uh, that James Cameron, y'all. James Cameron, uh, the T1000. Remember the muck in the when uh, liquefied metal? No one even thought about it at the time. We're like, what the fuck? Metal can be liquid too? <laughs> and now this shit's all like around and stuff like that. Is it art imitating beauty? Beauty imitating art? Or all a bunch of bullshit? Uh, <laughs> I say bullshit. Uh, but it's crazy though too. And like now we are at a level of, uh, we're at that, who's been seen watching uh, Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Oh, shit. Oh, and then oh, we go. And by the way, we could thank all this who knew like evolution to the Matrix with that one like technology. Because <laughs> now you see the bullets coming through and stuff. I thought Freak on the Leash was groundbreaking when it saw like the bullet just kind of, you're like, wow, you could follow a bullet. <laughs> but then like it was trippy, like just like now seeing like how we are as a society. And now like you ever notice like now that fucking like a uh, Benny backwards and shit. It's all part of every uh, romantic comedy. Uh, <laughs> God damn right, y'all. But I, I like where we're at. But with Black Mirror, though, y'all see that uh, B episode? Yes, that was crazy. That one's trippy. See, a lot of you don't know about it. Y'all need to fucking watch this one because we are actually at that level where bees are they're going extinct. The polar bears and bees are the two fucking animals that... See you later. <laughs> like, good luck uh, with uh, eating. <laughs> and so, like, uh, well, like, uh, that'd be pretty, like, interesting, like, to see how we would repollinate all the flowers. And people are asking, why do we need to, like, worry about uh, flowers and plants and shit? Uh, 
Oxygen, y'all. Uh, <laughs> oxygen. We need oxygen. Like, yeah, there's more like cities being built and shit like that. Uh, but upon all those cities being built is more cement, which means uh, no ground. So you can't grow plants, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but uh, your plant on the window ceiling is not gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> so now you know how I'm how depressed I am. Uh, <laughs> well, I have a bunch of plants in my room too. Uh, not just weed either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. I love that the bill passed. You know, I love the bill passed and shit. Like you know, all through the Northwest, all through the West Coast. West Coast is cool, y'all. I don't know. East Coast is like still. Like, they got like a fucking broom up their asshole or some shit. It's uh, yeah, yeah. They'll catch up and stuff. Cause like you want to know what's gonna change it all. It's uh, that money. That once they start seeing money, like oh shit, you can make money off of this. But you know what? God damn it, those robots still have us. Oh my gosh. Oh man, back in the matrix again. Oh, I got a virus. Or herpes, whichever one. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's crazy, like where we're at as a society, though. We are now on the verge where, like, uh, it, we're gonna get like super, super smart or super, super dumb. And based off of the education system that we have, it's gonna be very, very dumb, y'all. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, uh, that shit was created by robots that don't know us as an actual species of like, we are fucking living organisms. Just like, if anything, like people always ask me, Anthony, why are you so happy? Well, first off, uh, I grew up across the from a junkyard and I made it past 25, so my life is pretty fucking sweet right now. <laughs> so, so I'm 33 and fucking uh, germ-free. Oh, you know what? You know what? If anything, um, I, I'm glad you brought up Jesus. I'm glad you brought up Jesus. Because, like, uh, if anything, like, you know, I grew up Catholic, you know, and it's, it's tough to masturbate in the Catholic household because Jesus is everywhere. Uh, but people don't understand. Like, if anything, like, you know, people are always asking, why did poor white people vote for Donald Trump? Exactly. <laughs> At the same time, I think it's also the same way with, like, why do poor black and Latinos think Jesus is white. Uh, <laughs> come on, y'all. You fucking free, like, like, oh my gosh, like, god damn it, he was from the Middle East. <laughs> Look at the people from the Middle East right now. That's just like one shade right now. Imagine giving it a couple more generations. God damn it, oh my gosh, we are so, oh, so lost right now, which is why we need to get high so much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hey, anyone, uh, anyone uh, started taking drugs when they were a kid because they thought you had some type of mental illness? No, no, uh, well, it's not me, but like, uh, and not because, I'm pretty sure I could be classified as something. You know, yeah, get some treats. Yeah, come on through, sit down, y'all. We're talking about life, politics and stuff. Uh, if anything, we're gonna probably do some karaoke about uh, what your favorite STD is, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, you see? And, uh, a, no, it would be, it would be AID. <laughs> Is what was kind of like made by the government. <laughs> they spread it across the inner cities, <laughs> but they don't believe me because I'm Latino. Hey, by the way, oh, there we go. Walk, 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 y'all. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> How's your day going, y'all? Where y'all coming from? Ukulele jazz show season. Fucking you. Oh, anyone in different dimensions? Out of body experiences. You gotta love them, y'all, right? Am I right? Do you uh, speed in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, one face. Uh, okay. They were hanging out. They were hanging out at Jazz Festival. They were, so, of course, there was weed going on there. So, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right before white people started taking over everything. Uh, <laughs> there was weed and jazz. Yeah. Weed and jazz. It's but if anything, like um, the idea of like uh, doing or smoking weed, eating weed, whatever. For me personally, I like it to enjoy this reality. There's other drugs that I do uh, heavily. Uh, no, nah, similarly, whatever and stuff. One of those leaks. Uh, but I do it to escape reality. You ever do that? You ever do that? Try to escape reality? But weed, I fucking love because it helps me accept this one being like, damn, this is shitty. Uh, <laughs> really, really shitty. And stuff. Like people ask me, like, why'd you get into comedy? Because I couldn't say shit anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> and finally, and this is like the honestly, the, the freedom, like the First Amendment. Freedom of speech, y'all. This is how the, probably the first presidents were. They're probably all comedians, y'all. Like George Washington is like, I could take care of this. Uh, it's a, what is this, a country? Oh, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> Look at my wig. Uh, <laughs> I'm a cross-dresser, but now we kind of shame cross-dressers because they're not politicians. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I made a, I made a dream happen tonight because of you, Pam. Y'all don't know Pam is like, hey, y'all, give it up for her, y'all. She is. Do you know Pam? Oh, she, as far as like this comedy community, there's a huge part that's going on because, and it's all because of her. Like, even though we're, we're like all like really, like, it looks like a really bad AA meeting. Uh, <laughs> Right. Like Pam brings a lot of people together, and not only that, she does so much. Y'all don't know she's like uh, heavily in debt because of a horrible college uh, major. Uh, <laughs> but like uh, at the same time, though, oh, it's okay. We're all gonna be all fine. It's, it's okay. <laughs> like, I like you're like, whoa, it's over. <laughs> no, but like, but like, if anything, uh, Pam, she's she's a uh, not only a comedian, she's a writer. She's a, she's a producer. She runs like Mutiny Radio and stuff. Uh, last week I saw her on the beach delivering a baby calf. Oh uh, my God, damn, she pulled my tooth out this week. Oh uh, my like, God, damn, damn, you do so much. But that's because she's so wonderful and y'all so wonderful. Thank you so much. My name's been Anthony Medina, y'all. Anthony Medina, go like True Hustle on Facebook and go to Brainwash all the time and see awesome open mics. Welcome. So um, I hope, did you like the chocolate caramel things? I, I made those with this. So thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I've gotten, it's, I used to make Rice Krispie treats because I thought it was so easy to use marshmallows. And then I was like, I know how to make marshmallows. Uh, but no, I, I'm making the caramel now and I feel real good about it. It's just sugar. It's so, it's not easy. It, it, but it's just technique. It's kind of like comedy. Everyone's like, oh, it's just so easy. You just get up and do whatever. It's like, oh, no. And uh, your next comedian, people might say, oh, she just gets up and does whatever. And I'm like, well, fucking yeah. But no, I know there's tons of work and prep into being her. I have no idea what kind of like, I, I would, I want to fall. I, what, we need to like get one of those GoPros and just follow you around for a day and then put it on speed. And see, like, like wake up the little brother. You know, I don't have no idea where you go. She might sit in a garden all day like a Zen Buddhist. I have no idea, but I doubt it. Your next comedian, uh, she's going to make you laugh. I, I can't imagine you sitting down and chilling in front of the TV for a lot of time. Because I just see, like, my vision of you would be like, and then she got picked up by a drone, and she went to the beach, and then she met a seagull. And then she went, <laughs> like, I don't know what would happen. You guys, <laughs> put your hands together for Alyssa Westerlund. Yeah. Yes, Pam, I'm out there. I'm failing porn auditions. 
I, f- I failed this last one, you guys, because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> you want me to suck what? I'm not gonna suck that. I don't suck dick, you guys. I really don't. I don't. It's crazy. I know people always want to know like how and why. Like how is in how I've survived this long, <laughs> and why is in why. Why don't you suck dick? Because I don't have to. Okay. And I'm not here to shame all the dick suckers in the house. Oh, no, 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 you can point at him all you want, but if you want to suck dick, I mean, you do you, that, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm just here to tell you that you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to suck that dick. He doesn't. I'm t- <laughs> Keep pointing that finger, man. Uh, okay, uh, so Westworld is, yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> there's a theme here. There, there is a theme. Yeah, yeah well, Anthony was talking about it consciousness. <laughs> Dude, I'm on a loop. I'm on a fucking loop. I'm doing the same shit over and over again. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I wake up, Pam. You want to know what happens? The course of my day, I wake up. Oh, God, it's fucking cold. Okay, I boil some water, make the coffee. I fry, I'm naked. Fry some, I'm, I'm got the music going. I'm frying veggies. I got eggs happening, right? Maybe there's a smoothie involved. Coffee, music, nude. Still bitching about how cold it is. Refusing to put clothes on, right? Like the whole time. Uh, actually, my whole kind of my whole kind of day goes just like that, you know. Like, <laughs> just that's it's just. Why is it so cold? God damn it! Why? No pants, Alyssa. It's the pants. Put the fucking pants on. But no, I uh, I I do shit like I try to. I pretend like I'm falling in love. I do shit like that, like like on a loop. Like I'll meet somebody. Oh God, I'm gonna love this one. I'm gonna love this one. We were talking about the N word and how white people can't say it earlier, and that's true. And nobody actually should say it. Like black people do whatever you want. Everybody else don't do it, but. But I gotta say, the best sex I ever had was after I, I called a, a doctor the N-word. Whoops! Whoops! They, oh, they all know who he is. Oh shit! Oh, oh, okay, okay. Shut. Okay, stop. Cut. Done. No, no. Bring it down. I'm the whore, this is my stage, my microphone. I fucked him and it wasn't the best, it was just up there. It was just recent, like the best in the last two weeks of November. The best sex I had at the end of November, for sure. Uh, For sure, but up there, up there. 
I'm just saying white people, you can say the N-word, but like, right timing. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to get? <laughs> um, anyway, I am sick of white people uh, saying stuff like they're, they're scared of black people. It's like, just grow the fuck up and say that you hate them. A fear factor, it doesn't work anymore, you guys. I don't buy it, I don't buy it. Um, okay, uh, what were we talking about? Oh God, oh God, so I wanted to do this. I, uh, I, I grew up, I worked construction growing up. My dad owns a construction company, so when I was three, I was a gopher. I would go for tools. I would go get the hammer, go get the saw, go get the shovel, whatever, the gopher. Go get the beer, go get the water, <laughs> um, go get the sandwich. Then I got a shovel when I was five. I got, I got a promotion. My dad gave me a shovel. He broke the handle in half because I was small and it was big and he wrapped it in duct tape and he gave me a shovel and he threw me in a ditch. <laughs> and uh, he said, work like a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dad, what does that mean? And, and he said, well, uh, honey, have you ever seen a Mexican run? And uh, at that time, I hadn't had the experience. But no, you got, I, as an adult now, I look back and I think, no. I have never seen a Mexican run. Um, because they pace themselves, you guys. <laughs> How else do they work 14 hours? A day in the sun. How do they do that, you guys? They don't run. They pace themselves. So my dad said, Alyssa, I'm not going to train you on the backhoe until you can work like a Mexican for 14 hours in the sun. Anyway, I, I, do, I know how to drive a backhoe. Um, I do. Uh... I have scars from sunburns. He was convinced that eventually one day I would look like him. Um, he's a tall man with a very nice tan. He's not a ginger man. He's a brunette man. Dark eyes. He tans well. Um, he refused to let me use sunscreen, you guys. <laughs> because I was going to look like him one day. <laughs> I just, I want all, you can see me. The people on the radio, if they're listening, they cannot see me. But I have, I was never going to get tan one day. It was child abuse. Uh, but do I love him? Yes. Did it teach me stuff? Yes. Like, don't trust your parents. <laughs> Not ever. These people are crazy. Like, <laughs> like, no, my parents are so cool. Like, I'm high on mushrooms right now, but they're so cool. Like, <laughs> they did. They ruined, like, psychedelics and orgies. Burning Man. They ruined it all for me. They ruined, they fucking ruined everything. No, I still go to orgies, too. Um, <laughs> they didn't ruin it. It was just, like, a good guide. Have you been to any orgies recently? I don't know, this last one I went to, I was, it was kind of weird, man, because I showed up and there was like five women and the one dude. I was like, that's not an orgy. It was a cat fight with a dick in the middle. You want me to stick around? You got to bring something I can play with. Um, okay, what did I want to talk about? No, I've been dating. I've been dating. It's kind of rough. Like I went out with this guy recently. He told me he was a photographer. And then he sent me a fuzzy dick pic. Was it artistic? No. 
It was awful. I I can't do that. Then I went out with this other guy. He was like, oh, my God, he was so shocked that I can cook. So shocked. He was like, yeah, you think I want men knowing that I can cook and I have a tight pussy? (laughs) Fuck that guy, right? Went out with another guy. Shocked I beat him at Scrabble. You don't fucking underestimate me. (laughs) I am a goddamn Scrabble terrorist. Words with friends. Not anymore. (laughs) I got no friends. (laughs) Anyway, I went out with this other guy. He said that my pussy tastes like water. I was like, all right, Flint water, <laughs> like standing rock water, <laughs> fluoridated water, mountain spring, mountain spring. All right, well, I told him, you know what clean pussy tastes like? Soap. <laughs> Oh, God. And who was the most recent person I went out with? Who was that guy? Oh, good. Lights. Oh, God. It was rough. Do I even want to talk about him? I don't really care. Back to Westworld. (laughs) Consciousness. My own dumb little loop. My stupid fucking ego. I'm up here. I want to affirm my ego to you people. (sighs) Look at me. I'm a little redhead. I'm aggressive. So angry! I had shit to say, it's important! I am white! I am it's important! Ah! I don't fucking care anymore, you guys. I don't fucking care. But back to that, yeah, we're all little machines on our own little loop, and we just want to be better than something for two minutes. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be the steak, or it can be the asshole that cut us off, or it can be, we are better, we are better, we're just going to be running around telling ourselves, do you, do you tell yourself that you're better than other fucking people, and you're on a fucking loop, and you're fucking wrong, you're better than nobody, nobody is better than anybody, they all fucking suck, that's, that's how I felt about Westworld. Thank you. Yay! Alyssa Westerland, the sun'll come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. Just thinking about. Sorry, I just had to. She's a redhead. She didn't do the anything. I just wanted to put the whole thing around with the redhead thing. Yay! Yay, Alyssa Westerland. Don't be afraid. She has a new show here on Mutiny Radio, 2 to 4 in the afternoon. It's called Good News <laughs> with Alyssa Westerland. It's going to be a lot of fun. Your next comedian. I have no idea when you would have. I mean, I guess I figure you're watching TV in the mornings. At the night times, I have no idea. He's around. He's, there are cars, and he's like here and there, and he's like, let's go somewhere. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I have no idea when you sit down to watch TV, but I'm... He's looking at me like, I Netflix and chill all the time, bitch. Uh, everybody put your hands together for Elio Aponte. What the fuck? 
farm growing weed for three years, so I watch a lot of TV. I just wanna. We have Netflix. No signal, but Netflix. You know, you can't call anybody. Like I have to get a Verizon just to make calls. Yeah, smoke a lot of weed too. Like it's right there in the next room. You know, you got 50 pounds ready to go just to spare. Like that's not even for sale. That's just for the house. House weed. You guys having fun? You guys seen that show Westworld? I saw that shit too, but like in Venezuela we don't have that show, like in South America. Because we live in it. You know, that's Westworld, Venezuela. If some dude gets shot in the face, you just keep walking. You know, you don't stop. You just like just keep walking, man. Like my my like my whole, like uh, my grandma's house, that she got broken into the house. Like, my mom called me, and she says, David, don't call me, I'll explain later. Hang up the phone, I'm high, I'm like, what the fuck? Don't call my mother. Like, she explained later to me that they took all the phones, and if I call there, they're gonna be like San Francisco. Ka-ching, 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 ching, 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 ching. So I can bot call, that's a lot of pressure. Like, that would be fucked up if I buckle, like, some fucking dude. Like, they're not even from that country. Like, that's some Westworld shit right there. You're saying, like, we have telenovelas down there. You know, it's all about pasión. El amor. It's always some dude on a horse in a farm near a river. You know, he's, and then the, some girl taking a shower. And nobody knows, and they kind of catch their eye. That's pretty much all telenovelas, guys. Like, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Like, that's telenovelas right there for you guys. Speaking of weird TV, I was watching a Chinese show dubbed in English with Spanish subtitles. I don't even know what the fuck I was looking at. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I barely know English. I don't know Chinese. That's for sure. Like, I have an application on my phone that you can talk Chinese to. Like, can you just talk English and you speak back Chinese? Like, I do that shit for fun now. Like, I just, <laughs> to see what the fuck I'm saying, you know? Like, I'm stuck in the bridge. Let's see what the fuck I'm saying. I, I, got to, I got the machine to say the same thing three times in a row. I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> like, I don't even know, like, dude, this guy, this, he, he got in my car, he got in my car and he's like, Hello, how are you? I'm like, oh shit, the phone say hello. And I'm like, he pressed the button, I'm uh, fine. We had a full-blown conversation in Chinese. He asked me for my email, like david.eli at live.com. Simple enough, right? His email, 01235600QQQQQ. Guys, they're down to barcode down there. That's what you get. You're not gonna put Adam in the computer for your email. They're gonna be like, what, bitch? You gotta do this barcode. Like, there's no Adam. Oh, man, Westworld. Westworld is a little bit like Mexico. You know, I think like Westworld is like Mexico. You can get a whore for 50 bucks. I mean, that's Westworld shit right there. Like, Sinaloa, have you ever been to Sinaloa? Like, hey, I don't even have to say. <laughs> People know already, like I don't even have to finish the joke or whatever the fuck I'm doing here. I just ate an edible, which is like going into the matrix. <laughs> That's a thing. 
You know, you take both pills. Fuck the blue or the red. You take both. <laughs> you know? You're in San Francisco. That's what happens. <laughs> like, you're turning a corner on Folsom Street, and there's Folsom Street Fair. That's what happens. <laughs> you know? I want to bring my grandma to the Folsom Street Fair. I'm not going to tell her. I'm going to tell her we're going to go for coffee. Coffee. I saw two Japanese guys dressed like nuns. I mean, that's hardcore right there. <laughs> you know, like, I saw two Japanese guys. I'm like, damn, these dudes, they don't fuck around. <laughs> oh, man. You know, being in the United States is like being in the show Lost. <laughs> you know, every time the, the, the day ends, you end up like, what the fuck? You know, I got sued once by like an international corporation and I got 40 bucks on me. Like, what do you want from me, Jack? What are you going to get from me? Like, this is a waste of time. As soon as I start, I'm like, these motherfuckers are not waste a lot of time. And effort and energy and lawyers. That's the thing about lawyers, man. Even, even if they, lo- they know they're going to lose, they're not going to tell you that. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to fight for you. Oh, yeah, give, just give us the money. We'll fight. We'll go all the way to the fucking Supreme Court. Even though the case has already been noted on the record, they're like, no, no, we already know this. You know, it's like Johnson and the United States. Johnson's versus the United States. That's the clause that says you cannot jack off on the street. Like, that's just been noted. It's on the record, you know? I'm pretty sure it wasn't Johnson. I'm pretty sure it was the guy. Pretty sure it was the guy in the court fucking with people. I mean, you don't have internet back in the day. You need to fuck with people somehow. Yeah, write it on the record. John Johnson versus the United States. But I like Westworld, though. I like it. It's fine. They're going to come up with a second season. I don't know what that's going to be like. Maybe the English version of it. They're going to like make it more formal. I don't know, guys. I think this edible is kicking in right now. That's about right. Like, was it one dose or ten doses, and I just fucked up and ate all the one, all the doses in one? <laughs> like, what's how you measure that? Thirty-five. That seems like a lot. If you haven't done weed in months, that seems like a little too much. <laughs> that's that's not like I'm not Joey Coco Diaz here. Like, I just pop those like cough cough drops. And yeah, I mean, Venezuela weird shit happens like that. Like, and here too. Like here, you can buy a car and then get another car. Just get another. You go there and you sign there, like, yeah, yeah, you sign here, here, here. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Money, money, fuck money. Ah, fuck money. Who, can, who needs a. F- Dude, here they gave a fucking loan, $750,000 loan for a house to a strawberry picker who earns 14000 a year. Like, that's how skewed the numbers are. Like, I can get a million dollar house. That's what that means. Like, you know? That's the joke is on him, I guess. I don't know. Or on us. What the fuck? He's got the house. He's got like 20 Mexicans living there. They're fucking making it happen. They're making it work. When they're making the payment. When they're growing weed in the house. Making it work. Yeah, I mean, fucking 750 fucking thousand. Like after 500,000, I don't even count. Like, who gives a fuck? After 500,000, like, who gives a fuck? You know? I like the show Seinfeld though That's how I learn English Like that's how you learn English When you come here And you only know how to say Pencil, blackboard, teacher 
then you watch Seinfeld and it's like doo, 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 or whatever the fuck you're like oh maybe I can do stand up too ah. and here I am <laughs> you know it's like oh. I'm like your test subject. I had the whole thing like six minutes and a half ago. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you in three minutes or in fucking ten years how how that worked out. Like, who knows? Maybe I'm fucking a millionaire or on six three, or maybe a millionaire on six three. I don't know. Either or. Oh fuck. But I really like telenovelas, guys. I don't know if you guys have got the chance to learn Spanish and watch them. I guess no, that's a no. And we're in the mission. Hmm? It's all very emotional in telenovelas, you know? Like, even if you're gonna get coffee, Fernando, vamos a tomar café. Okay, okay let's go. <laughs> yeah, Fernando, ¿dónde está Juliana? <laughs> ¿Qué hizo con las acciones? They're always talking about, about the fucking stock market and shit. Like that's the Mexican telenovela, it's all about all. Oh, they're actionistas. They have the auctions and this and that and they do stocks and everybody's like, Oh yeah, we're in the stock market, blah blah blah. So, and the girl is always like, Oh no, I don't know nothing. Uh, and the guy's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna take the jet tomorrow. We're gonna go to get the other jet. You're taking a jet to another jet? <laughs> Like, that doesn't even work like that, dude. Like, the jet is to save time. I don't know if you guys <laughs> got it together. Then. Fuck. Fuck. Like, if you drive a Lamborghini in the city, you're an asshole. You know, like, this not for the city. <laughs> you know, get a Prius. You know, that's how that works. If you're real rich, you have a Prius in the city. And then you have a race car for the track or something. That's neither here or there. Anyhow, man, Westworld is kind of like Mexico, too. I'm, I'm telling you again. I'll say, I'll say it again. I know I said it before, but I'll say it again. Yeah, man, if you go to Sinaloa, that's like the center of the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like, you really have to be an asshole to make it to Sinaloa. Like, you either from Canada and took a plane there because they have fly, direct flights from fucking Toronto to fucking Sinaloa. Like, they just fucking pump him in and fucking pump him out, pump him in and out. But if you get out, get out of that little section, like oof, you see, like a truck with ten dudes with guns and a whore just to entertain them. What they have? To, I don't know. That's some Westworld shit right there. That's what I'm saying. Like this is, like I get it. I get it. You know. Oh man, I better get out of here before I get deactivated. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Sinaloa. Okay, for you, I will do a joke in Espanol quickly. ¿Qué pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones. Todos vienen. Okay, so it's a double entendre in Espanol because vienen is like the proper thing to come, but it's like come to a party as opposed to a party in my pants. It should be different. It's a double entendre in Espanol. I don't even speak Spanish. You guys weren't here earlier when I espoused myself as the smartest person alive. You're, you're, it's the T-Rex theories, you guys. I got, 
your next comedian is actually an amazing human being. And I know this every day because you probably don't remember, but there was a time we were hanging out at Bender's and we took these pictures and it's so cute and I leave it on my little mirror and every time I feel badly about myself, I think, Gabby Machia is doing so awesome. You're hilarious and wonderful and you're one of the only women that has success that I'm like, I don't hate her. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Here's you two. Guinevere Q's in the house. Everybody look up the Wyatt Act, find them on SoundCloud. But you're another one of them where I like, I begrudge you no fame. And this is the same. Usually I'm like, oh, fuck that bitch. But I'm like, Gabby Bochia, I love her. Everybody, you're going to love her too. Put your hands together for Gabby Bochia. Yeah. I don't really do anything, though. There's nothing to be... (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate that. Thank you. I want people to feel that way about me, so that's good. Um... I... I, This was the second edible I did today. So... (laughs) And I smoked uh, jazz cigarettes. So it's... Woo! Woo! And I do this every time I do a show here. So uh, I'm like... It's... I don't know. Because I like getting stoned and doing comedy, but I'm not good at it. So I don't do it, but I just love doing it here. I feel it's like a safe space. You know? That's good. You make it hospitable for drugs. That's amazing. (laughs) That's keeping it real. It's definitely keeping it real. Um, I, so I'm going to address Westworld. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, you guys all like it. Cool, cool. Uh, I think it's about killing things that have intelligence, right? And also fucking them. That's good. That's cool. Come a long way. I think that's pretty edgy, you know? (laughs) Um, I feel like I was really influenced by, like, Saved by the Bell, you know? I really, I do, I expect life to be like TV. (laughs) One thing also I want to say, what, okay. Oh, (laughs) that was funny, I just obeyed. I was like, I don't know, (laughs) you say something, there's people. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was good, thank you. (laughs) Um, That's funny because you said that, I guess I have no real memories of Say by the Bell, but. But I know it was whatever I am, I'm sure. <laughs> um, what is, well, yeah, what is TV now? Like, to me, TV's YouTube, kind of. You guys? Anybody? Right? Netflix. Yeah, Netflix still. I'm on a loop with Netflix. I pretty much only watch Arrested Development, which is kind of insane. I watch about two hours of TV every day, and I only watch Arrested Development. That's kind of crazy. But I can block it out, and I just, you know, think about myself. (laughs) I think about my life. (laughs) Ooh, TV. I love TV. It's so comforting. You know when you're really depressed? TV is such a good friend. (laughs) TV raised me, you know? TV was my best friend. I was an only child. TV's huge. Anyway, (laughs) Um, I have a joke about TV that I use in my act. So I have to tell you a joke before the joke. I have a roommate. I hate my roommate. (laughs) My roommate's a hippie, and I thought it was going to be really cool to live with a hippie, you know? But now I think it'd be really cool to live with a serial killer. (laughs) 
just because serial killers clean up after themselves, you know? And so, <laughs> I like murder a lot. <laughs> I like that show Dexter. You guys know that show Dexter? That's a great show if you don't, which you all do. Folks at home, it's a show about a guy who kills people who kill people. And I'm really hoping they have like a political episode where Dexter kills one of the guys that kill the abortion doctors because then it's going to be a show about a guy who kills people, who kills people, who kill people, who kill tiny little people. <laughs> it's like a Russian doll of murder, you know? <laughs> Russian kids love that shit, right? <laughs> there you go. There's your TV <laughs> joke. Glad I came prepared. <laughs> um, I feel like racism, we're talking a lot about white people. If you didn't, uh, Juan Medina got accused of being white. Those are fighting words to Juan Medina. <laughs> he didn't like that very much. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was like, of all the people to point to, that's funny. <laughs> uh, but I think that that, I think it kind of like kept racism in place a little bit, but also like, you know, it was kind of diverse, say by the bell, was kind of diverse. But now I feel like TV is pretty fucking diverse, you know? And when, when we're completely watching TV that's diverse, then we'll know racism has somewhat been dealt with, I think. So TV's actually showing our society back to us. <laughs> you know, dude, consciousness. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Woo, that was good. I'm glad we were all here. Stone thoughts. Um, what are your guys' stone thoughts? What are you guys thinking about right now? <laughs> okay, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I know how this works. You can't. <laughs> I was trying to deflect just then real hard. It's okay. Okay, TV. Um, Seinfeld was mentioned. TV, Seinfeld's great. Sometimes I went on a bad date with a guy. I went on a date with a gay guy one time who brought me home to his parents to show his parents that he wasn't gay. But we were all, I was like, oh, yeah, he's gay. Like, that. you just need to <laughs> outside. <laughs> And you know, it was it was sad because they were so happy to see me, you know? And it was like, I don't know. I think I, I think he's probably doing fine now, but I, I remember I look back anyway, sorry. It was funny and then I I actually reflected on it and I should have just left it. I should have left it pretty surface. But anyway, uh, it was a horrible date and so I just started talking about the Simpsons. And I had a great time because I was just like talking about jokes from The Simpsons. Simpsons was fucking great, right? Do you guys like The Simpsons? Oh my God. I totally, I think my sense of humor comes from The Simpsons. My ethics come from The Simpsons. Like everything is from The Simpsons. My, my goals, I'm like, I want to be The Simpsons. <laughs> what? Little Lisa Slurry, yeah, totally. I love that. And I love, that. that's the thing too, like you can just talk in Simpsons. Like you don't actually have to make sense, you could just throw quotes at each other and you're like, yeah, and then you just, it's such a great time. <laughs> that's why it's a great date, you know? But I think, Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle, yeah. There's your answer, fishbowl. <laughs> Sorry, I fell. <laughs> I love the Simpsons. Um, you know, I'm just gonna 
Dave Chappelle said something. This isn't even my idea. I'm just going to tell you something Dave Chappelle said. He's on TV. He's so great. He is so great, huh? But uh, he, w he said that his sense of humor came from Bugs Bunny, which I actually think, like, did you guys like Looney Tunes? Did you watch Looney Tunes? That's pretty true. That's, like, pretty fundamental, like, what you think is funny. I love Bugs Bunny. That's all. I think he's really cute. You know, I had a crush on Chippendale from, what was, what was that cartoon show? Rescue Rangers. I had such a crush on Chippendale, but I had a crush on the one, the smart one in the jacket with a sensible one. Yeah. Chip. They were so cute. Chip. And then uh, Gadget was like sexy. She had like boobs and butt. <laughs> and then, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's talk about cartoons. Uh, I didn't have cable. That really set apart like who you could talk to about things you knew about, you know, like the rich kids. Actually, I guess there wasn't that many rich kids at my school, but I wouldn't have talked to them because they couldn't talk about The Simpsons, you know? They couldn't talk about In Living Color. Hey guys, how old are you? <laughs> in Living Color was great. I loved In Living Color. We used to always talk. That was like the cool, that would like set what was cool in uh, junior high. If you saw the world premiere of Michael Jackson's videos <laughs> and if you watched the latest In Living Color. I went to an, uh, I was, it was about half white <laughs> at that school, which is to be in a social situation that's half white. It's not very common. <laughs> know what I'm saying? But that's what I was like kind of raised in. That was a social situation. Anyway, does that make sense? Does that seem weird? Okay. <laughs> that's that's that shows that this is a real conversation. Like I feel like this is like a two-way thing. But this is what a conversation with me is like. I'm just like this is what I think. And then if I start to hate it, I do Simpsons quotes, you know. <laughs> Woo. That's cool. Oh, you know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? I think I might be crazy. This might be a sign that I'm crazy. I can't stop thinking about the Menendez brothers. And they're hip again. They're hip. Do you guys know the Menendez brothers? They killed their parents and they were like really cute. And like I was six and I didn't know. I know, yeah, totally in the 90s. But also they were like tall and broad and like they were just good looking. You don't see guys like this. You just don't see them. Where are they? You're all great, but not Menendez great. Like they had a really high standard. That's why they killed their dad, you know? <laughs> Couldn't possibly reach these standards. <laughs> anyway. They're on TV. <laughs> um, I thought one funny thing that I learned about the case kind of funny, not really, because nothing's funny when it's about that, but uh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it had to do with their case <laughs> on stage. I'm on stage, their case. <laughs> Oh yeah, one of the evidence that, that they thought meant something was that Eric had written a script, one of the boys had written a script, men, hot men, <laughs> written a script about like killing their parents and inheriting money and then buying a uh, area where you could have human hunting, you know? Like, a, well, you know the most dangerous game like, you know what that's about? So this guy murders his parents, gets the inheritance, and then opens one of that. 
And so then they use that as evidence. Like, obviously, he was planning this before. But then it's like, yeah, of course, we're glad he's in jail because we're like, well, good. He didn't move to phase two, you know. <laughs> Look, that's pretty good considering, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, murder. You guys don't want to talk about murder. This is why I'm crazy. Like, I want I think people want to talk about it. I know Valerie does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's just not that funny. It's not funny. Death's not funny, guys. <laughs> I I managed to bring it around to the least funny topic possible. <laughs> um, we were talking about TV. <laughs> Somebody came in. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Should I just leave? Should I go? <laughs> <laughs> One minute? Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Well, then I'm going to tell you guys a joke, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> someone carved I suck big black dick into the back of my car. <laughs> but I don't think that's an insult, you know? I feel like that's just way cooler than a coexist sticker. And people... <laughs> It's a new joke. It's a new joke. All right. I'll do a better joke because that was all right. Uh, I like to masturbate. You guys like to masturbate? Good, cool. I love to jerk my boyfriend off. You guys like to jerk my boyfriend off? Yeah? yeah. <laughs> um, no, you don't. Nobody likes hand jobs. It was really hard for me to find somebody who's into hand jobs, you know? <laughs> but he's in eighth grade, so he fucking loves that shit. That's good. That's like the cutest, smallest Asian joke I've ever heard. Uh, I have to take my jacket from here because I just realized that I smell like a stale burger. <laughs> like, if anybody's been near me, I apologize. Uh, I actually think... Yeah, did you smell it? George actually knows it's true. That's why he's laughing. I'm sorry. I smell like I smell like grilled sabayitas. You know, like those are onions for the... Where am I... Did Elio leave already? I tried, I put cebollitas in the set for him. The, whew, I'm, I'm, oh, there he is. The lights are blinding. Mutiny Radio is so weird now with all of us like, ah! I put the lighting up for my Survivor video. You guys were here earlier. The, the whole reason that we had this show is I, I'm trying to make my Survivor video. So I did the 10 minute set about Survivor and like taped myself and made the audience do things because I'm gonna try to be on Survivor. <laughs> Only because I want it to say, I wanna, I wanna be in front of a palm tree and stuff and then it says Pam and then it says stand-up comedian and then I can cry forever <laughs> out of happiness and joy because it exists. It's real, it's said it on TV. TV is the truth. <laughs> no. Uh, before we get to your headline, I just have to tell you that I grew up really, really rich in Danville, and I didn't know that 90210 wasn't real. <laughs> I watched this show, and I was like, ah, I totally have that outfit from a spree. <laughs> you know, like it was, I didn't know, I thought the whole world, I was like, this is so great, finally a show about me. <laughs> I didn't know it was fantasy. <laughs> Just what I'm saying is that you have to be careful what we show the children because they believe anything. And I was 16, so I mean, come on. 
Just don't show him porn unless you really want him to know how to suck a dick. Which, no, I'm sorry. We already talked about that earlier. Sorry, this is is flashing back to Alyssa Westerlund. Woof! Cleanse your minds and think about commercials because you've seen him before. He was on a Toyota commercial where he dressed up all red and he was on a couch and there were a bunch of different ones and I enjoyed all four of them that I saw during the Warriors games that I watched every single one of last year. It was so fun because it'd be like, it's, it's Clay and it's Clay. And then he was right. He's like, ha ha. He had pom-poms at one point. It was rad. He was on a Toyota commercial. I think he's done other stuff. I just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the only one I've seen. You guys get to see him now for a long time. He's our headliner tonight, and he's fucking hilarious. You're going to enjoy every second. Clap your hands wildly for Clay Newman. Yay! We have got a long way for the Westworld theme, you guys. We, uh... I don't know what TV y'all fucking watch, but, um... Uh, I know I'm not watching TV with Alessa Westerlin because she'll fuck it. Um, not everybody was here for that set. I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been in a couple commercials and like everybody talks about the rivalry between TV and commercials. Like it's like the, I mean, the like between TV and movies, like movie stars hate TV stars. TV stars are basically just jealous of movie stars. It's this bitter rivalry older than the Giants and the Dodgers. And I'm with commercials and we're like the Padres. <laughs> like, you don't even need to hate us. Can we just hang out? Uh I was like, Chris, Chris Hardwick made fun of one of my commercials on At Midnight, so it's technically a Comedy Central credit, I guess. Like, I got There's a freeze frame with my face in the Comedy Central logo, so technically, technically. Um, so yeah, Westworld. Uh, I got to do 30 minutes on Westworld. Uh, uh, like everything that a lot of people like, a handful of people are going to like just avidly not like it. Anytime there's joy in the world, there's a handful of people like, you can't like this because I don't. And the biggest complaint against Westworld, and it was just such an oversimplification of the show. It's just like, oh, it's about fuck robots. It's a whole show about fuck robots. It's not drama. It's about fuck robots. Like, no, dude, it's not about fuck robots. It's about finding who you are as a person and about figuring out how you as a person would interact with fuck robots. It's a deep show, you guys. Uh, it's like, it's, uh, I, I'm one of the few people here tonight that I think don't agree that it would work in like society. I don't think it could ever happen because it's basically just Red Dead Redemption LARPing. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where LARPing is cool, you guys. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. That's gonna, like, there's no way rich people are going to be like, oh, yeah, they, remember those kids that were pretending to throw fireballs at each other in the park? Let's do that. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, LARPing, <laughs> maybe it comes from something. Maybe it stands for something. But it just sounds like a word. Like, hey, what's a word that sounds like? Oh, of course, you know, Sun Tzu. What is it? <laughs> 
live action role play? Oh, of course it is. All right. That's like, it's convenient because like it, it makes sense. Like live action role play it describes what it is. And also just the word LARPing is almost an onomatopoeia for how sad it is. It's just, <laughs> it is the sound that they make when they try to talk to women. Just LARPing. <laughs> LARP. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I felt bad that I wrote down material about movies. Like, I'm not sticking to the theme, but I feel fine now. Um, <laughs> since we're gonna talk about movies, like, what do you like? This is a weird category, but uh, like, just shout it out if you have one. What's the best movie to fall asleep to? To fall asleep to if you're having like a Blade Blade Runner. Hold on, whoa, what? Did it, all right, Blade Runner. There's so many explosions in Blade Runner. That seems like a really stressful movie to fall asleep to. Oh, all right. Harrison Ford is pretty soothing, so I get that. Uh, did you say Fargo? Fuck yeah, Fargo. Like not a lot of music when there is some. It's pretty nice. Uh, it's like the screen doesn't change colors a lot. It's just white the entire time. So both in background and actors. Um, mine is The Revenant. That's, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's The Revenant. Not so much the bear part, but <laughs> if you're not, like, on the verge of sleep at the bear part, fucking perfect to fall asleep to, because that whole movie is just, like, babbling brooks and trees rustling in the wind, and Leonardo DiCaprio speaking in a Native American tongue. Ugh. That's what my dreams are made of, you guys. <laughs> I watched The Revenant over like an eight-day period, just like, just falling asleep partway through, be like, ah, oh, fuck, was he at the creek yet? I don't remember. Um, uh, the, the worst movie to fall asleep to, because I've watched a few movies like that. You just watch it in parts, and you try to remember where you closed your eyes and pick back up the next night. The worst one to do that to, and I've still never seen it all the way through because of this, Memento. Do you know how hard it is to figure out where you were in Memento? It's fucking insane. It's so like, all I got for the movie was the basic plot. Like, well, I guess that's all I'm ever going to get because, ah, oh, Jesus. I still don't know what happens at the end of that. Uh, but that's one of those movies, like, you don't need to watch Memento to reference Memento. That's, like, it's a very, it's 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 gotten to that point where it's, like, I don't know, like The Godfather, you can reference it without seeing it. Or Smurfs for some reason. Like, we all can reference the Smurfs. We all know there's only one female Smurf. And how many people have actually watched that show? That's what I thought. <laughs> Smurfs is good. Smurfs is all right. I didn't prepare anything about Smurfs, though. Um, I like the... Maybe Smurfs could be something that could be, like, in that category of new, gritty remakes. Like, that's kind of what's going on with it. Like, Batman started it, I guess, with uh, with Dark Knight. Like, fucking gritty. It's not... It went from Adam West, like, I've got a giant bomb, ha-ha, to, like, oh, I'm not a cop. Um, like, it's, it's gritty. And then all the comic books started following suit, everything on Netflix. Like, Jessica Jones is fucking gritty. Daredevil is gritty. Daredevil is, like, it's so good. Um... Uh, I no longer believe in his abilities because at one point he heard the color red. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's in the red toolbox, is it? <laughs> what does red smell like, Daredevil? 
Smurfs could be a new Gritty remake, though. That would be a fun one. Just like Gargamel is uh, just some like sad decrepit. It's just Anthony Hopkins as Gargamel. Like, <laughs> yes, my Smurfs. Uh, I don't have an Anthony Hopkins impression. Uh, that was real lazy. That was not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fine Cantier. <laughs> I don't have it. Um, uh, it is like, it's kind of played out at this point, though. Just the idea that, like, the remakes in general. Like, I had this sad realization where I was watching, uh, I was about to watch the new Star Wars, of course, the remake, uh, which, oh, Jesus, like, how many do they have to put out a year before I finally stop liking Star Wars? Like, at this point, if it's one every three months, I think I'm still in, but I'd be like, okay, I don't want to spend this money, but <laughs> da -da 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 -da. you got me, John Williams. I'm back. Um, it's just so good. It just makes me happy. It's home to me. Uh, but I was watching the previews for it, and everything was a remake. Every single thing was a remake, or I'm even starting to consider based on a novel original material at this point, because at least it hasn't been filmed before. The only original movie I saw an ad for, there were seven ads. The only original one, Boss Baby. Yeah. Boss Baby! Uh, boss, the plot of Boss Baby is Boss Baby. It's a baby who's a boss. That's, uh, Alec Baldwin is a baby. That's the plot. That's the plot is Alec Baldwin is a baby and it's a cartoon. Uh, that's the entire thing. It's basically the little baby from Roger Rabbit just kept going. It's, uh, it's the little baby from Roger Rabbit without you, like, having weird sexual feelings for a cartoon redhead. Um. All right. I've always I've I've gotten to pretty big arguments now that we're talking about sexy cartoon women. Uh, who is the sexiest cartoon woman? Non-human. Non-human. Jessica Rabbit is a human. Miss Piggy. Mm, all right. Well, let's not let's not body shame. Miss um, Piggy's. I was gonna say she's got personality, but uh, not with that voice. Like that's. Uh, anybody? Made Marion, baby! Made fucking Marion! Made Marion was, and this is why, like, this is why guys are much like, this is why guys are just much more sexual than women. Because the voice is part of it. The voice is part of it. Like, that was, this was Robin Hood. Oh. Save me, Robin. Save me, I'm. I'm just so weak. Like, it's, she was just such a, she's the most feminine thing. She was, like, curvy, and she still looked like a woman. A little furrier than you'd like, but still very feminine. <laughs> the sexiest man character that there's ever been, non-human, is the pelican from Finding Nemo. That's it. <laughs> That Australian voice is the sexiest thing. It doesn't even matter that he doesn't have fucking pelican abs. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll help you fish. <laughs> but you've got a problem? I've got a giant mouth. <laughs> it's amazing how many times this helps. <laughs> it's really my only power as an animal. Uh... <laughs> it's not that much better on TV, really. The only, dude, like, 
And maybe I should stop asking for it because as proof by Boss Baby, like when we demand new material, it's, it's that's not good either. Um, like, let's just, all right, just go back to making the Jungle Book again. Like, if Boss Baby is what you're going to give us... Uh, We've been clamoring for something for something original on HBO because almost everything on HBO, all the epics, are just based on novels. They gave us something original. The Young Pope. Is that not as dumb as Boss Baby? Like, is that like? Because you watch commercials for it, and you're like, all right, maybe it's uh, maybe it's like he's like a reincarnation or somebody. He's like, no, just Jude Law's a cigarette smoking badass pope. Yeah, kiss my feet. I'm the pope. How shitty are these writers' meetings? They're like, oh, what if the pope was crazy? Like, yeah, we didn't have, we didn't do that yet, I guess. Uh, The numbers say they're going to watch whatever after Game of Thrones anyways, so um, it doesn't matter if they're not actually paying attention. The, the salon is like, they could be fucking to this, and that's still, uh, that's still ratings. <laughs> I didn't think about this, but let's get into it. Best TV show to fuck to. What is like the best TV show to have on in the background? Game of Thrones could be good. Game of Thrones will get you in the mood, but then it might go to like a Ramsey scene and get you out of the mood. Like you go from titties to torture real fast in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is, I made the mistake of just like we were watching, uh, we were just watching TV on Christmas. Uh, game ended, went to look for something else. As I was scrolling, naturally stopped at Game of Thrones, as I am wont to do. Hit enter, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, my grandpa's here. Like, this is no possible scene. Like, please just be talking. Nope. All right, lesbians. Okay. Um, why are they stabbing each other? This is everything in the scene. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones is... Like I just I just rewatched everything and everything? Well, everything in Game of Thrones, like the entirety of like the whole, yeah, yeah. Well, not like just, like not like right before I came here, like <laughs> I had seven different TVs each playing a season. That way you can skip all the bullshit scenes like, "Oh, Red Woman, who cares? Move on to this one." Always give yourself options. Always. I've never watched a sporting event without watching a movie on my laptop. That's never like, there's no, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Baseball, you're going to be exciting all the time. Suck my ass. You're going to be exciting for 30 seconds at a time. Just wait for the announcer to yell and then watch the sports. That's all you got to do. <laughs> but... There's one thing that bothers the fuck out of me about Game of Thrones, and I don't know why this bothers me so much, but there's not one American accent on that show. And that's not what bothers me. That's not what bothers me. What bothers me is there's not one American accent on that show, but they still use the standard system. They say miles. We're 20 miles. That should be meters. You're fucking British. What are you doing? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you have miles? We, that number is a random thing that we came up with in America based on, I, I don't know, probably how far a cart can go in a day, which actually now that I say that makes sense, um, that it's miles. Because feet are like feet. All right. Actually, all right. I just talked myself out of that. The metric system is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's divisible by 10, but how big is a meter? Not a foot. Fuck you, England. Um... 
I have no sense of commitment, you guys. I will turn on myself in a second. Uh, I am the Lord Baelish of comedy. I'm just like, I'm just Littlefinger up here. Like, yeah. Who am I serving? Myself or the realm? <laughs> Did you guys fuck with The Wire when that was on? Did you watch The Wire? Oh, man. When Littlefinger popped up on The Wire. See, I had watched Game of Thrones first, and it was just so funny. Like, I didn't know somebody could be that schmarmy in an American accent. Like, I didn't think Americans were capable of schmarm, but we are. Like, he, it was so crazy. He just played, like, if you haven't seen it, he essentially plays himself, but a politician in Baltimore that takes advantage of low in class. It's so good. It's so, like, I'm proud of him as an American being that British with an American accent. That's like, like, Americans are obviously capable of evil, but schmarminess is such a, like, beautifully British level of evil. Like, when Americans are evil, we're not like, oh, yes, I'll smile and have tea with you, my enemy. We're like, fuck you on Twitter. That's how we do it in America. <laughs> Apologize, exclamation point. Um, Arnold's taking over The Apprentice. Is that, that's what I heard. Is that happening? Is that next? That's what I heard. Is like... Arnold Schwarzenegger is taking over The Apprentice. Uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's like, I heard that in the news. Uh, <laughs> this, no, I'm not, I did not just make that up. Uh, which is like... So... Now that this may have been actually like, I don't know if this was something I read. Now that I'm thinking about it, this may have been like an intro to a joke on 1077 The Bone. Um, this may have just been the intro to a bad Arnold impression. No, but like, I heard that. I heard that like Arnold is like being appointed the head of The Apprentice. And I'm like, this is the least offensive appointment that he's made so far. This is great. Like,. Like, three months ago, I would have been really bothered by that for some reason. But now, like, I don't even watch The Apprentice. Fine. Do what you want. Why are we talking about that? Giuliani is back. Um, what would you do with the homeless people, Giuliani? Um, he ate them. If you, That's New York history. Got my shirt on. I know a little bit. Um, I keep looking at my phone as though, like, I, <laughs> there's not. I keep looking down. I'm like... <laughs> I finished with what was on my phone 15 minutes ago, and I just keep looking back like, maybe, nope, okay. Did I miss something? Nah. You have five more. Okay. If you want. I mean, you do whatever you want. Uh, you've done 18 minutes. Done 18 minutes. I'm going to donate my time to the comics that are here that haven't gone on stage yet. I should have done that like 10 minutes ago, but uh, have at it if you want to get a five-minute in or whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, I got I got one more joke. I got one more joke about a TV show, uh, and it was actually one of the first jokes I ever wrote. Well, I, okay. First off, like I didn't ask for the music, Sun Tzu. I wasn't like <laughs> they didn't start clapping. Okay, it wasn't done. Pam yelled at me. That was at least half your fault. Um, <laughs> Uh, like one of the one of the most that like 
one of the most times I've been affected by a show that, because every once in a while, like, you know, shows are fun, and sometimes shows are sad, and sometimes they're scary, but, like, rarely do they actually change the way you look at the world. And there's a show that made me realize that, like, how men treat women just isn't right. Like, and I'm talking about human men, just how we treat human women isn't right. And I'm obviously referring to the show Planet Earth. Um, what? <laughs> what show did you say? Madman, no, uh, but <laughs> kind of. Uh, Madman, like I didn't have time to process Madman. Like I couldn't watch more than five minutes. It's like, oh, I need a cigarette. Um, <laughs> you can't unless you're allowed to smoke in the house. You can't watch Madman. It's not possible. Uh, no, I was gonna say I was gonna say Planet Earth. Uh, Planet Earth made me realize that as far as romance goes, humans are fucking lacking. Like, man has no idea what romance is, but man birds, man birds know what love is, you guys. Like, they try, they put the effort in, they're like, hey, lady birds. <laughs> oh, I see you checking out my nest. <laughs> Why, yes, it does match my feathers. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Ladybirds, you want to hear Papa Bird sing for you? Because Papa Bird can sing. I can dance for you, too. Watch this. Mm, rhythmic as fuck, Ladybirds. All right. We ready, Sun Tzu? That's my time. Clay Newman. Everybody, Clay motherfucking Newman. He used to host a show here called Spoiler Alert with Clay and Tony where he talked about TV and movies and stuff. And we pray that someday it will come back as Clay and whoever else. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, are there... Did, Leo, did you want to... He says nay. All right. We were just there for the thing. Thank you guys for coming tonight. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I also love TV. I can't wait to smoke a cigarette because all the talk about Mad Men got me like really... <laughs> I'm like, wow, I need some nicotine ASAP. Um, thank you guys, honestly, for being here. I hope that the, I'm really proud of these treats. Everyone enjoyed my yeah. culinary delights. I, thank you. I'm proud of these ones, though, because they were, I didn't cook them long enough, so they were too soft to leave on their own, because usually I leave them as a square, and then I dip them in chocolate, but these ones, I had to roll them into balls, and I was like, I'd cover them in chocolate, because the chocolate was the glue that held them together, because they were too soft in the middle, but then they were so soft in the middle, and I was like, yeah! yeah. So, I'm trying with the candy and the wheat. God bless, like, 2017 only because weed is legal. <laughs> and I don't, I feel like they're not going to come after me. Not that anyone on the government is listening to this right now, but I'm like, we're all smoking pot inside. Yay for the weed tree. I'm like, yay. I hope someone in Indiana listens to this podcast and is so fucking jealous of us all right now. Uh, everybody say fuck Indiana on three. One, two, three. I know it sucks. They're the ones that have to have the pint-sized abortions. <laughs> the, no, they have to have tiny caskets. for the, It was the Jeff Sessions or whatever. He makes the people, they have to have, when they have an abortion, they have to have a, 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 a funeral for the abortion. So they have tiny, tiny caskets. And I feel like, yeah, it's a thing. I'm like, wow, that's a great industry for me to get into. Because I, you know, 
have children at my disposal. I can make them. Wouldn't it be fun to have a child decorate the outside of another child's casket? But not a real child, like a tiny, like a tiny baby child, like a dollhouse child. So you can like tell the children, we're making dollhouse caskets. And then they put their abortion in the doll. It's almost like having your period into a casket and then burying it. I don't know what kind of cool tree that will make, but I mean, hopefully an abortion tree. I don't. What happened to quaaludes? Can we can we plant a quaalude tree, please? We're gonna plant one right here in the center of Mutiny Radio. Thank you guys for being here. Good night. Yay!